Episode 52. <laughs> send them home. I just send them home. It's time to go home there, ball. Son of a bitch, ball. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. Suck my white ass, ball. Have to go home and live up in glory. Good evening, Don't Runner Me fans. I'm Asus, and the guys on the other side of the mic are EC and Matt. Good evening, boys. What's up, uh, boys? What's going on, guys? So, how did uh, we haven't spoken, EC, you and I, since uh, two weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago today. Uh, it was a hectic week last week, you know. You know, unfortunately, everything says everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. Especially our power outages, that's fucking bigger in Texas, right? Whole damn grid went down, so unfortunately, I was not able to um, participate in last week's games. I uh, missed the 4-0 uh, that we had at Sociedad. Luckily, my power came on Friday, uh, and I had water. So, um, yeah. yeah <laughs> and I had water. <laughs> and I had water. I could I could actually bathe after a couple of days. So, um yeah, I missed everything. So that's why, I mean, our guys, our, our fans, we didn't have a podcast last week, so I apologize about that. Um, but, you know, uh, I'm traveling this week. Uh, and I see Matt's traveling as well. So, uh, you know, it's a better week, you know, when we, we, know, when we uh, have the luxuries that we're accustomed to of running water and electricity. That's, that's all I have to say. I don't want to go too much on uh, too much on last week, but... You know, it was one of those weeks that just, you know, you test your patience, especially with a five and four year old when they don't have shit to do. <laughs> they, they can't be babysitted anymore by uh, electronics, man. Shit gets rough. Yeah, dude. You actually have to talk to. Them. I'm like, uh, so. Uh, <laughs> what do we do? Wait, I, I mean, I, I actually had to talk to my wife. You know what I mean? I didn't have ah. the I didn't have the luxury of going to the other room, or she didn't have the other luxury of going to the other room. So. Needless to say, it uh, last week tested our marriage, and we got through it. So I love you, babe, if you're listening. So just, um, yeah, yeah, I love you. <laughs> Glad you got through it, and, and uh, prayers up to all of those who are still yeah. affected, and and to those that lost loved ones. Uh, a lot of people did not make it, so um, prayers up to those folks for sure. No, sure. I mean, yeah, if y'all sure. need help, just reach out. I mean. There's you know communities everything like that. Um, and don't you know just don't wait. Go out there and, and find some help because there there are there are help. There are a lot of people willing to help. Um, gentlemen, we've since we've last talked, it's been a roller coaster of a kind of a uh, kind of couple of games. Um, so we had when you and I EC last spoke, we had um, the game at the weekend. Uh, right before Real Sociedad, it was who was West it? Brom. Uh, West Brom with the one-one. Yes, West Brom was it? Yes, you're correct. One-one. Thank you to West Brom. 
We go down. That was a good guess, right? No, it was a very good guess. We go down one nil, <laughs> right in the beginning. At home, I mean, okay. I think the common theme that I'm going to have here: West Brom won one. We go to Real Sociedad. Up, we up four nil, win that match. This weekend we go away again. Uh, we won three one this weekend. Back to Old Trafford again. Nil nil. Why? And that's the main question that I have. You know, after watching today's match, why are we so lackluster about playing at home? We don't play with the same verve, and don't get. I I, I don't want to say give me. There are no fans and no fans, and that's what makes us score, makes us you know play better. It's bullshit. Why are what? Why is our home form so detrimental, and we play so well on the road? Because it's. I mean, it, you could see the contrast in in play. I know we had our. I mean, we had a you know debate you know before the match. Should Bruno play? Should you know he not play? Didn't matter. I mean, I did it. I mean, the only thing positive that he played was he didn't come out with injury. Did it matter the way we played today, the way we played uh, against West Brom? Does it really matter when we play at home compared to when we play on the road? Because when we play on the road, it's balls to the wall. Yes, sometimes we, you know, we have those mental errors, like we had at the weekend, but it's just so frustrating. This question of why Old Trafford is supposed to be our fortress of solitude, or like that's what Superman calls it, the fortress of solitude. It's supposed to be that, and yet we just shit the bed. I mean, luckily we haven't had losses, but these draws are just killing us. Yeah, I mean, I, I know you said it's not a deal, but I, I think it does play into um, how they play. Um, I think having fans there, especially uh, being at Old Trafford, I think it is a, <clears throat> a thing to for uh, even opposing players to come into to have to deal with. Um, I'm super shocked that they're opening up as quickly as they are, but I I can foresee it being a, a really big advantage um, when, when you're able to get fans back in. So I, don't, I think it's just kind of been our – the way that we play, we just kind of start out slow. I don't know if that's due to the coach. I don't know if that's due to the captain. But, um, I mean, this was what the one the first game you were talking about was, what, two minutes in? <laughs> we gave up a goal. And then, luckily, we uh, we scored right before half. But, um, no, we just traditionally, unfortunately, this season, we've just started slow. We've had to come from behind and, and get points. Um, I think most in the league this year from from coming back. Uh, down one and coming back. So I'm not blaming it on that. I just think we start slow. I think fans will help. Um, but I just think that we kind of get off to a slow start and then, you know, tend to have to play catch up, which is not, it's not conducive to winning championships. It's definitely not conducive to winning uh trophies. So they're going to have to figure something out. I mean, it, it seems like they've come to a, a, some sort of a goalie. I don't want to call it an issue, but I think they've kind of yep. figured that part out. And I think that's going to help out going forward. Um, and I, and I think, you know, keeping clean sheets, I know we didn't, we didn't score today, but keeping another clean sheet, um, that's obviously a, a good way to, to, to start turning some things around. I want to put a correction. We did play at home this weekend. It just, you know, but it's, it, you know, this weekend's match we're nil, we went up and then, you know, what is it? Not even seven minutes later, they score. And it was just one, one against Newcastle. And it was just until we open it up. 
uh, you know, towards the end of the match, I think we're we're talking about what in the 70, 72nd minute somewhere in there. It just it was a nail biter. So it just had that this 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 feeling that you were gonna shit the bed again until you know James we, scored. Yeah, James scored, and James, then uh, right, he scored right after half, like fifty seventh minute. Yeah. And so he he put us up. I agree with you though. When when they scored, I was kind of like, well, crap. But I think that again, I know, and people will probably say I'm wrong, but I think Dean Henderson saves that uh, goal from uh, from Saint Maximum. It was a good hit, but but uh, again, that's again defending and, and closing guys down. We've given up so many goals to people just being wide open in the box, and and again, it comes down to defending. I was happy to see uh, McGuire on the bench to kind of get a different look today. It's the first time in a very long time, but. I think I think it just I think it boils down to you know what are they going to do with goal with the goalie and then you know there's so many rumors about different center backs we can get into later but I think um, you know those things you know closing men down especially in your box set that's pieces. just just doesn't even make sense why is set pieces are why why is that does we not we don't have a leader at the back obviously um, McGuire is not somebody to put somebody in place but Matt you play goalie. Does that fall also on the goalie itself and in, in putting some pe- people where they need to be? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I feel that the goalie is the last line of defense. Mm-hmm. And for, for, for a game to, um, to just boil down to a goalie, because a goalie, a go- it's real easy for a goalie to be a catch-all uh, whenever there's mistakes and goals that happen, stuff like that. I mean, look, I mean, look at Bruno Fernandez. He makes a mistake. It's uh, he loses possession. Now yes. they now they kind of turn around in the middle. Martial, uh, Cavani make a mistake. They lose possession. But, but anyway, so it's a trickle down process. And then, but if the goalie makes a mistake, that's fucking detrimental, right? <laughs> and a goalies are like I was saying, they're just absolute fucking. They're just absolute fucking catchalls. That sucks, man. That was that was the worst. That was. That was the worst part about being a fucking goalie because everybody's like, come on, man, you should have stopped them. I'm like, hold on, homie. Listen, what should have happened, the ball should have even fucking been down here because of how many times y'all turned that shit over to even get to me. I'm the last line of defense. If the ball gets down to the last line of defense, that means the ball failed and got past 10 other motherfuckers. So don't you even put that shit on me. However, goalies are they're, they're not i'm not saying that you can't blame a goalie absolutely i've made some idiots ass mistakes man but um whenever there's an actual error light up your no but but if it's just like set pieces man you your your boys your boys got to be a little bit more fucking physical i don't know i don't know how how they how they suck so fucking bad and they're they're a relatively tall line too a back line but they're all fucking. I mean, aside from Lindelof, because we saw his vert today. I mean, did you all see that vertical with fucking the knee to a homeboy's face? That was like that fucking was five feet up in the air. Where, where, where is that fucking energy while clearing the ball? You know, it seems like he's got fucking cement shoes, and we we know goddamn uh, McGuire's got some cement shoes too. That boy's got like a vert of fucking six inches. It's hideous. So having having a lack of athleticism in the back to in fact uh, clear it out, that's that. There's there's a lot to be said for that. I don't think uh, goalie is uh, you know the concern with set pieces that much. You, there's only so much a goalie can do. But 
I mean, set pieces. He's telling people where to be to prevent the ball from coming. I understand what you, I understand what you're yeah. talking about in open play, but in set pieces, he's saying, "I need you here. I need you here. I need you here. I need you here to prevent." He's directing the wall. Yes. The, the biggest deal with a goalie is directing the wall, calling how many people he wants in the wall to block off a portion of the shot, and he's going to be on the opposing side yes. on the open end, hoping that it doesn't get past that wall. Um, which when you were talking about premier league players, it does, but whenever it's like in the middle, they, they all talk as defenders. They're like, all right, we're going to go ahead and hold this line. We're not like, and whenever, whenever you talk about holding a line and players start to rush, if you start to like, Oh man, they're going to get past me and you don't hold the line. It's compromised. It's fucking shit. And it happens all the time. Is there his biggest problem that he doesn't come out and, and try to knock the ball out or he just waits on it. I mean, I mean, because we're talking about a world class goalkeeper, and you right. know, my 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 tune into hair has changed when I see when I said at the beginning of the 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 the, the season there shouldn't be two two goalies at, you know vying for number one. We should have made a decision on Henderson, um, and the hair proved me wrong in his in his form. Uh, but you know, you know the, the mental errors. But I, I, again, that 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 goal it shouldn't. I don't. Yes, he could have got it. Yes, I could tell you with with Maximilian, he could have got it. It just looked too easy for him to get. But the yakety sacks of what happened in the in the box, it just you know to where you know where he had that chance. Um, Sir Ma- Saint Maximilian, I think, right? That his last Saint name. Maximin. Saint Maximin. Um, yeah, it just that that goes on the defenders, in my opinion. And you're right. You're right. Harry Maguire. Yes. Yeah, really nice. Yes. Harry Maguire yes, Harry played Maguire. it right to it. Harry's yes. got to head that out of bounds. Out of bounds, yes. Dude, just, it was a beautiful assist oh, on Harry's know. part. Was. That was the game that he got the two assists. It was. <laughs> well, he he's got to do he's got to do a lot better um, of being a captain and controlling that and and being aware. And when you can't see behind you, everyone knows you you just clear it out out of bounds, and then you deal with the set piece. You deal with the corner. Um, we 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 don't do man marking we do zonal marking from from uh, corners i think that's something else that they're gonna have to look at from a technical standpoint um i wish they man marked i mean you saw that vert today from lindelof because he had a running start right if you're zonal marking you're just standing there waiting for someone to come into your zone so i think they've got a lot of stuff that they can work on and they, they can change from a tactical standpoint um I, you can see all these He's set in his four-two-three-one, so that is their form. That is what they want to do tactically. So that's what they want to do. You don't. You, you can say it's not tactics, but I, for me, it is. That's what he wants to do, and that's what he's trying to do. So, um, you know, those are all things that I think you know they're going to have to grow with and and develop. And I ultimately think that when the summertime comes, I think they will address the center back uh, pairing, um, and then you may you may see a different style uh, from Harry McGuire going forward. I hope. I fucking hope it'd be a beautiful change. It'd be beautiful. All right, with the West Brom goal, who's who? Are we, who are we putting that on? I thought I thought the could have got it. In my opinion, that that was the goal in two minutes, right? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, I, I think I think I think it's uh, because of how problematic it takes us to to some somehow get fucking started man like guy, we're, we're never Dino, we're never like was mentally put, in the game that guy Dino that was, was, huh or lindelof got beat out no yeah that, yeah 
That guy yeah, was that, 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 that guy that guy was bullying Lindelof like crazy. That's, I mean, it was, it, it was. Oh, but that, oh no, that was that was the one where he fucking palmed his entire face. Yeah, yes. that's what Lindelof. Yeah, no, that should have stood. I don't. This one, but I told you what I text you, Matt. I was like, whose fault was it? Was it was it the ref's fault? Was it Lindelof's fault? Or was it De Gea's fault? Because De Gea, it, I mean, it again. We again, I've never played goalie. I've never played goalie, and I don't think I have the fast twitch reflex like to play goalie. But somebody is world nah, class. Dude, you look like the fastest guy on the planet, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> but I think I, I, I could have thought I, I I thought the head could have saved it. But I think that that goal was shouldn't have been played. Period. That dude mugged. I, I, I text y'all in my in the group text. I was like, he got mugged. You know, the hand across the face. I mean, they showed it in the replay and how that how that goal was not even taking the var. Not even the go the 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 ref yeah, didn't I take the var. When 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 obviously the dude raked him across the face, but Lindelof again, Lindelof has these yips, you know, and gets beat. And that, but again, the whole the guy the guy had Lindelof. That was on the ref, though, yeah. Man. The guy the guy had Lindelof, uh, or the guy was in Lindelof's head pretty much the whole game until he got taken off. I think later in the match, you know, for West Brom trying to push. Uh, but I mean, it was you know he was making the runs, making the runs, making the runs. It could have been. I think that West Brom game could have been a lot worse for us. Yeah, it could have been, but could've. I don't. I think they should have never scored that goal in the first place. He's got to be tougher than that. I've seen now Harry Maguire two times now fall down on the ground and look for a call from the ref. You know, Lindelof's getting bullied, I, and, and again, I you know. Not to harp on the center backs. I know we've just spoke about them before. I think they're going to address that. There's um, news that uh, they're after a couple of guys. Um, you know, hopefully they up their game. I think Kunde from uh, Sevilla is someone that they don't want to play the release clause for. It's at like 50 million or something like that. So, you know, they've got to make sure that they, they're obviously not going away from Harry. So they've got to get somebody next to him that's got a little bit more pace about him. Um, you know, Lindelof's not a bad player. He's just not a good player next to Harry Maguire. So they're going to have to figure out that pairing. Um, you know, obviously this season, you know, you look at by, I mean, played good today, but, you know, he almost goes down and you look at the replay and you're like, how did that hurt? <laughs> how are you, how are you on the ground right now after that? And you just, you realize, okay, yeah, that's, that's Eric Bailly. So um, I don't think Lindelof's a horrible player. I think he's just bad next to Maguire. It's a it's a bad pairing. Um, Maguire, you know, he's they're going to cater to him because they spent so much money on him. Um, and so, you know, you know, Sergio Aguero's off, but uh, you know, Jules Kunde Kunde uh, doesn't look like it's on anymore. So they're going to have to find someone. Matt's frozen a little bit. He's looking good. Uh, you were breaking up a little bit. I'm, I'm trying to use context clues. Oh, I. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got shitty ass internet in this uh, in this army fucking um, holiday inn. It's hideous. Maybe y'all shouldn't be watching so much porn. Clogging clog the clogging clogging the website, the bandwidth. Dude, listen. No, no, that will forever happen. <laughs> That's gonna <laughs> never bring. 
Just never bring in a fucking uh, a, what is it? A black light in your hand? Fuck no! <laughs> Fuck no! Yeah, got I, a staircase in here, man. You see, we'll we'll talk about transfers too. And it, it that I mean, we bit we beat the dead horse on that one of who we should bring in. I know Sergio Ramos is again. There are rumors of him, him coming in. But in, also, there, there, there are rumors of him playing us again to go get a big contract to PSG. Don't worry. Yeah. I mean, the rumors were center back. Uber McConnell's already made his choice. He's going to Byron. Um, so, what are we going to do? But the pairing that we have currently for that, it, it's gonna it it has bite, bit us in the ass, and it's going to keep biting us in the ass uh, because we don't have a solid pairing of people we can trust. Like you said, going back to the West Brom match with Lindelof. Yes, he's served his purpose, but he's not a leader. Harry is not a leader, period. He serves his purpose. He can't lead the line. So we already know that. But EC, you brought up something earlier that's kind of interesting because as a United fan, I should be all on board with this. I should be. You said for Bruno Fernandez for Ballandor. You text absolutely. You text it. Yeah. With the season, I mean, I had to kind of take that in. I'm like, no. At first, I said no, 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 because <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not a hater. That's the whole thing. I'm not a hater. But, but when I thought about it, I'm okay. Okay, I'm looking at his performances, like today. I'll give today, for example. Give the West Brom game, for example. Given that his play, because when, he, when he's on, he's on. You know, the, the Sociedad game away. Even um, the Newcastle game that we had the weekend, I think he was the reason, you know, we came we came through at a 3-1. Three, a three but as I've said here on so many times that he, he, he drifts out of games and you don't notice him. To where you, when you mentioned Ballon d'Or, I just I don't see the two. I really don't. I don't see how he how how his play is worthy of being mentioned in the top five cat, top even top five for Ballon d'Or mentions. But then you look around the world leagues. I mean Ronaldo, yes. I mean he's banging in goals. Obviously, you know Ronaldo, Messi. Is having not a messiest season, but Messi's having Messi's up there. Um, but then, I mean, but then it's kind of okay. Who do we go to next? Erlen Holland. But again, Erlen Holland, Holland is so young yeah. that we just don't think of Erlen Holland. But yes, he's banging in goals too. It's just yeah. when 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 you when, when you brought that question, I'm like, okay, you know, Bruno's what. He's 25 to 26. No, no, no. I'm talking about goals. How many goals? He's a uh, he's in the top second five. In the goals. Second, second in the league in goals. goals behind assists too. Behind he's, right. He's, he's second the, in the league in assists. So when that's what I'm saying. And if you look at if you look at the like you're talking, I love the way that you started off the conversation. When you look at most people, yeah. and I, you know, I've I've been guilty of saying, you know, that the premiership um might not be the best and you know, most people would say I'm wrong. Most people would say the Premiership's probably the best, and then the league is probably second best. I think you're talking then to you me. you look at Germany, right? And so, if you look at if you're looking at it from that standpoint, he's doing 
probably the best, yeah. if not, you know, if not just midfielder, just player. You're talking about goals. You're talking about assists. You're talking about impact on a team to have him in second place in a Champions League uh, position. I think if he's not in the top five, I think that it's skewed hugely. Um, I understand the names uh, when you're looking at a Messi and a Ronaldo. Yeah. I understand that. But that for me is where it stops. Um, you know, you, you can look at Erlen Holland. I think he deserves a shout just because of the goals that he's scoring. But a lot of people will tell you yeah. the Bundesliga is not that difficult for people to, to bang goals. We want to see him do it in the league. We want to see him do it in the premiership. Bruno's already proven this season and a little bit of last. that he's more than capable of leading a team all the way to, to second place. And if, if he had yeah. anyone banging goals, you, get, you look at Cavani, you look at Martial, both on seven goals. Let's just imagine if he had a striker. He he should have had an assist today. Let's just be honest. Daniel James just missed a missed a fucking sitter. So I just <laughs> yeah. think that if you're looking at if you're looking at overall all around the world, that's what they judge it on. I think you've got to put him in there for top five. He's got to at least go to that meeting or that that uh, banquet where they have the uh, the Ballon d'Or because I think I think he's right there with the best of them. Yeah. So uh, what it, what. Jesus, what do you think constitutes somebody to win it? Is it the most goals? You know, um, you, the you most man, critical player. Man, it's so weird, right? We always, obviously, the 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 shoe-ins the past decade have been Ronaldo Messi, right? That 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 yep, pinnacle right. of player. This past two seasons, and this is why I'm like, you kind of intrigued me. At first, I said no, Easy. I said no, 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 no. He's not. He's too up and down. He's not very consistent. Match in, match in, and match out. And I've said, I've said that since the summer when, whenever they came back from the COVID break, I've said that. But then you, you start doing the stats, and I've, you know, I know your 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 backhanded comment about leagues was directed towards me. Because I've always said the Premier you're not League. I know, I know, I know. They hate. Germany. I think it's a shit league and look yeah. at Lewandowski who's still banging in goals I'd put him up there too yeah so when you talk about the league he's in he's second in goals he's like you said he's up there in assists he's second assists I didn't really think he was that high but you know what he's done you know he's the highest with biggest chances created and especially with if you talk if you bring in the half season that he had last year Technically, yeah. the Ballon d'Or is a calendar year, right? So we have to yeah. go. We have to go last year. Obviously, nothing. No, there's no international play in the summer, uh, like um, you know, like when uh, what's his name, um, Modric won it, right? It was kind of like you know he wasn't he didn't have his he, he was he, you know he contributed to success at uh, the um, Croatia and Madrid, but he was not leading. You know, he didn't lead the team in goals or assists. But Modric, what did he do? He won the Ballon d'Or because he was an overall better player because of the World Cup, in my opinion. That's why he won. Am I correct? That's the year Modric won. Yeah, I, think, I think it helped. I, I don't think I don't think you can't argue that. No, no, it no, no, no. It, it did. It did help because his play in the, yeah. the World Cup and all that. Yeah. So there's no international play this summer. So Bruno comes in. His impact directly that he made on United, and this is when again you start turning my wheels to where I'm like getting on your. I'm, I'm riding your, your your train now. I'm not. I'm half foot half foot on, half foot off because you know how big of a pessimist I am. But um, getting back to that, his impact, like I've always said, his impact when he came into United, what he did of bringing us from outside top four to. We were, you know, third 
and when it when it all when it was all said and done, and then again this what were we at where are we at now in the league, and granted, the Liverpool shit this year and they came down to earth like I like I said injuries occur you know just they had the lucky season last season in my opinion and I know we've debated that and we're not going to get it no, I don't want to get too much into it but I have to I have to say that. They, they they went through injury without injury injuries and they won the league like miles ahead of everybody. But Liverpool's down, Chelsea's down, Tottenham's down. I mean, we have fuck man, we have West Ham and 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 and, and Leicester vying for top four this year. You know, City's risen back up and they're you think what the ten points ahead of us uh, yeah, or seven? Point, yeah. yeah. Um, now we're now there's no more games at hand. So now it's going to get down to the you know the nitty gritty. We have to convert that game at, at City. We have to win. Uh, that'll get us back to seven, and they have to drop points. And we we can't at home keep doing what we're doing. So if you take that all that yeah. into consideration, what Bruno's done last season to get us to top four, and this season to be in the place second place where nobody even thought it. I mean, I I called us out of top four especially because we didn't really bring in the reinforcements we needed. Um, but nobody had any faith in us. And to be second and, and, and second in goals. <laughs> I called us third. Oh, okay. Oh, oh whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I, I called us second, man. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait to the end yeah. of the season. Anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> to get us to that point, you see, I think you you have a, a legit – I mean, there's a legit argument for Ballon d'Or. Uh, and, I, and, and I think it helps that he didn't have any international play for somebody um, to, for somebody to overshadow him this summer because the Euros was, were, were supposed to happen this summer and they're not. They're they're going to be played next summer. So what he's done, yes, it, and you know there's going to be media bias and they're going to be hating on him and you know it's going to suck when if, if you say he won't. Even, I, I personally I don't because I I don't think he's going to get invited. And I do think he should because of what you what you brought up, everything you brought up, but the media bias from towards Manchester United in the Engl- in the English league, um, the French that French L'Equipe or whoever freaking uh, sponsors the Ballon d'Or won't invite an English player, uh, especially if he has not done the miraculous. He has as many goals as Ronaldo and as many goals as hell even Zlatan. I bet you Zlatan will get an invite over. Um, over uh, Bruno Fernandez this year, just because Zlatan is second. Yeah, Zlatan's kind of fizzled out. No, but he's still second in the league in in in, in Serie A in scoring, isn't he? I'm not uh, sure. I, I know he's having a good season. I know they just got beat they got beat by by, by, by Lukaku. Then Lukaku too is he's coming on. He, um, again, I think there's just a bias when he comes when it comes towards English English players in 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 um in the Ballon d'Or. Now he's number five. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, there's just a bias that I think that Bruno will miss out. But the argument you're telling me, and the argument that I think I think I should have been listening to my own words uh, of what he's done for United, and I'm thinking of the United terms, not in global terms. I, he should be. He should be there up 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 there in in the Ballon d'Or consideration. You're exactly correct. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, he's he's a total player, man. Um, what what all he's brought to Manchester United. Uh, because I mean, he's not the top scorer right now. That's Salah, but he's number two. He's yeah. uh, second in creating chances. He's 
statistically the best um, rated player right now in the Premier League. Um, and I mean, you know, if if we, the, I feel like one of uh, a thing to definitely consider. Uh, and that'll definitely go against him is that we're no longer in the champions league that that's, that's, that could be a seen as a big thing, um, versus, you know, Lewandowski, dude, that guy's got fucking 26 goals right now. Uh, but it's also the Bundesliga. Uh, but whenever, whenever they, what's up? I rate the Bundesliga. I I think it's a good league. I know people. Yeah, no, I, I do. I do too, but it's a good league. But I, I mean, it's it's it it doesn't fluctuate with uh with quality um as much, you know. No, I, uh, I, I, it, I to me to me it's like a farm league. <laughs> like I mean, that's where a lot of people pull from, then, unless you're unless you're Bayern Munich. And Bayern, Bayern. No, well, I, I get I get people's arguments that you know they say, well, you know, there's not a lot of teams that win things. It's just Bayern. Um, but I look at myself every time people say that, and I'm like, well, yeah, I haven't won anything in like four years. So, you know, neither has Tottenham, you know, I, Arsenal, you know, they just won an FA cup and it's been a long time. So, you know, I understand what people are saying. Um, I, I get it, but I just think, you know, on that point of, of Bruno, um, I'm not saying it's like locked down. I'm just saying, I think that if, if you're talking about five guys, um, I would, I would be shocked if he doesn't get a nod. I, I, I understand your point too, Jesus, when you're talking about, you know, there may be a bias, um, but I just think if they look at everything, if he keeps on doing what he's doing, um, he has a potential, in my opinion, to lead the league in goals and assist. Um, I don't think we're going to win the league this year, but you still look at a Champions League spot, um, you know, on probably one of the biggest teams in the world. I think he should definitely uh, uh, get a look. And when I come to buy, when I when I say bias, and this is what I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there. This is where, I don't think he's going to get the support that he needs in in the in the in the papers, because we're talking yeah. about the Premier League this year. I think Ronaldo's yeah. on thirty some goals right now. Uh, I think Matt, you you already pulled up the you pulled up the. Um, he was at twenty five last time I checked. Right? Is he at thirty now? He's a he's Ronaldo. A, Wait, are we, so I'm I wasn't counting all competitions. I'm just doing. Um, I'm legals. just doing in leagues. leagues. Okay, Mosala. Yeah, seven. he's at eighteen. He's at eighteen. Ronaldo. That's what who you were talking about, right? Oh, he's at eighteen. Yeah, Ronaldo's at eighteen. Uh, Lewandowski's at twenty-seven. So twenty-seven. Messi's at eighteen. Okay. So Mosala seventeen. Bruno Fernandez fifteen. So you you you'd assume those are high high-profile players within the league, right? Those are their right. big names. Blockbuster. Third, Patrick Banford. Who? In 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 European football. <laughs> I'm be, no, oh, he's a, he's a hell of a player for my fantasy. You know what I mean? I, yeah, man. With 13 goals. You. Dominic Pat, uh, Calvert-Lewin with 13 as well. Another big name, number five, Harry Kane with 13. Son with 13. Vardy, you would say he's he's sort of a big name. He's really never been in Europe with Leicester with 12. Gundogan, midfielder, with 11. Nine. Watkins, Ole Watkins, 10. Calvert Wilson, 10. So it's just, and, and this is, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to prove the point of the bias, but when they, when these, they, when these, when the, when these media people, these, these elitists, I guess you could say, when they look at it and say, well, who, I mean, who else is scoring? 
we don't have the blockbuster names in, in this league, and our blockbuster names are not scoring at a rate like the other leagues are. Am, am I, would that be fair enough to say? I think it's fair to say, but I also think that, you know, all you can do is play the games that are in front of you, yeah. and it's an individual award. And, you know, if you're, for me, if you're in the midfield, you know, the first thing I'm looking at is your assists. So when, yeah. when your goals jump off the, of the charts, I'm going, wait a minute. What are you, how are you scoring so many goals? I mean, he hit the post today. He definitely should have had an assist today. I mean, the guy, he, he frustrates me to no end because perhaps his passing percentage isn't as high as it should be when it, at his position. However, I think Ole's asking him to take chances. And I think players are looking for him when they, when they turn their body to run, they know that if Bruno's got it, he's going to try to do something. And it frustrates fans. But I think as a player, if I'm, if I'm in that front three, I'm definitely happy because I know if I make a run and he sees me, he's going to try it. So I understand your point, you know, that the, the, the big dogs aren't, aren't maybe firing. I've said that for the past couple seasons, and that's why I don't hold the Premier League to this, to this uh, higher standard. But um, I just definitely think that if you look at it overall from last season to next, you know, you talk about impact on a team, um, it, he jumps out. You talk about goals on a team, he jumps out. You talk about assists on a team, he jumps out. He, he's that guy that always, you're, if, you're, if you're the opposing coach, that's one of the midfield players that, that you want to shut down. So um, I'm interested to see. I mean, Lewandowski the couple wasn't seasons, able to get the award. Why. He should have won it. Uh-oh, did we no, get some no, feedback? We're good. Uh, I was just saying Lewandowski should have won it last year. I think the guy had like 40 goals or something stupid, but they weren't giving out awards. Um, so maybe they give it to him because, you know, he, they did, he, did he get it? I didn't. Yeah, I thought, I thought, he I thought it wasn't it. awarded. But I, if, if, if any, in any event, he should have won it last year. So, you know, if they are going to do ceremonies, which, you know, they're talking about, you know, things opening back up. I've, I've seen several people who have gotten their second shot um, already. So, you know. Maybe they'll do that just for, for PC. I mean, you look at Bruno's 25, 26. He's got a couple more years in his prime um, to have a Euro behind him, to have a World Cup underneath his belt. Um, so he's got opportunities to do it. But I definitely think uh, this this year um, he deserves a look. No, you're right. Yeah, he deserves a look. And yeah, hopefully he gets invited. Yeah. I mean, because he's, he's there, you know, he's going to be playing on, you know, on his on his merits this year, and again, I think he's you know he's very fortunate there were there were no euros. And so, I mean, what what's he what was he worth? Forty million, and he's probably worth eighty ninety in open market. Maybe. Boy, yeah, talking about flipping that investment, well so, done, well you, done. You talk about somebody being twenty eight years old in a couple of years, and you sell him, and I don't think they will. I'm just saying, you know that that's something that. Uh, the shitty owners we have, <laughs> they they would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. So uh, real quick, I just googled it. Uh, the the Ballon d'Or uh, 2021 rankings, and this is just some you know some article that somebody wrote uh, on February 11th. But uh, the top five that this the, uh, this uh, company is saying is Luis Suarez, number five, He's number four, Mbappe. Number three, Messi. Two, Ronaldo, and number one, Lewandowski. Surprised I don't name. However, I mean, so <laughs> I'm uh, Luis Suarez. He's he's tied with Messi right now. Yeah, with goals. I know. What's up? They're in first place. They're in first place by ten points. I'm not mad at that list. 
Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, they'll probably win that league. You know, uh, PSG will probably win their league. You know, so shit'll change though if Chelsea ends up knocking them out though. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be really good. Yeah. All right, I want to get back to the home form because this is something I kind of yeah I missed here a little while ago. Um, you know, we you know there was you know EC you know every you know all of us were having a discussion on playing Bruno today. Um, again, you and I had, had a disagreement um, on why I thought Bruno shouldn't have played. Would it have made a difference if he didn't play? I mean, it. With the lackluster match, you know, the, the no motivation. I mean, I think I'm looking at uh, Matic as man of the match. When your statuesque, as statuesque defensive midfielder is considered man of the match, and I'm not a big Matic fan. I really don't like, I mean, I don't like his play. I think he slows us down. He does, He's a serviceable, he serves, he serves his job, and yes. But when he's the man of the match, considered by by you know some people i really haven't uh i really haven't looked into um who was awarded by by the by the by anybody but it was just uh twitter chatter when matic is man of the match why are we why i mean what is going i mean i know we talked about fans but would it would it have mattered if bruno didn't start i don't i really don't think it would have i think i think it mattered I think you definitely want to, and especially with us, you know, we, we tend to concede early. And I mean, Dan James, you know, God bless him. He plays, plays, he's been playing great. You know, he gives up that penalty and you're thinking, here we go. Um, you know, cause if the guy doesn't try to be Bruno Fernandez, he probably scores that penalty and now we're down. I think, you know, with the simple fact that all he doesn't have a, a, a bunch of midfielders to pick from, I think, you know, you, you play it smart and you play him. Um, you obviously don't play him a full 90 because you got Chelsea at the weekend, but I don't think there was an issue with him playing, you know, being a leader, being somebody that I can trust in that midfield. I'm not really ready to let anybody else play the 10. I know we spoke about Juan Mata. I think you guys, if you haven't seen the presser, I think it's over with completely. Well, I mean, he what not happened? Mention- he just played, he just played last Thursday. I think, I think they see the writing on the wall. Um, he's been looked at by three huge clubs in Italy. He's going to go somewhere at the end of the season. And I think they're just trying to get themselves mentally ready uh, for that. He's a great player, but I think Ole's looking at the future. He's got three kids uh, that were there, that U23s. There would have been four uh, if one of them wasn't hurt with the, I think it's a hamstring. So that's four players there. So I think what he's doing right now is he's, he's, telling, up, he's telling me anyway, he's looking at Shola. He's looking at Ahmad and he's looking at the fact that, you know, Daniel James is coming on and, you know, I think this kind of lessens the the Sancho talk. So I think for me, when you look at, you know, what he's got working with, you know, Matamani out, um, you know, uh, Donnie's out, um, Scotty's out. um, I I think he's kind of short on a list of players that he can play. So I didn't have a problem with it. You know, it was zero, zero at the half. I I thought, okay, get him off. He does that, which was surprising. I didn't think he would do it so fast, but he did. And, um, you know, we, we come out unscathed and, you know, he's going to still be fit and, and good enough to play in that Chelsea game. So I understand what you're saying. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. If he's yeah. hurt, 
you know, my argument's blown out the window. But I mean, for <laughs> me, this is my triple this, captain. <laughs> yeah, but this is another. Better, but this is another. <laughs> this is another knock, feather in my cap. <laughs> it, it's, another, it, it's another feather in my cap, though, as far as you know, his 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 sustainability. You know, you look at world players like Kevin De Bruyne, who's been out hurt. You look at Paul Pogba, who's out hurt. This guy's in the midfield getting tackled. You know, five, ten times a game. Yeah. And he just keeps back up and he keeps on playing. So some people um, got it like that, man. Some right, people no, got I agree. it like that. I agree. So I just, I just think for me, I, I, I was fine with it. And then you bring on, you know, Ahmad, you bring on Shola. Those guys, I thought, looked looked their age today a little bit. Shola got knocked off the ball, I think, you know, four or five times, just muscled off of it. Um, Ahmad kind of got lost. So, um, but I think all is, you know, he's coming to fruition finally of him saying he likes to play the youth. Um, I, I thought Gelbrick might have gotten a shot, but I thought Alex looked really good at CDM. So I just think that it's just limit yeah. the limits him out because I think Donnie would have started today. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I I I, I was really hoping that he'd be fit uh, for this match, and because he wasn't, and the lack of depth right now because of uh, how everybody's hurt, um, uh, I definitely understood. You know, uh, after after I after I saw the entire layout, I was like, okay, all right. You know, playing playing a Fernandez makes a little bit of sense. Um, but as far as the Mata thing, he just doesn't fit into to Solskjaer's um, vision, uh, which is very, Matic very does? quick. Matic does? Speedy. And no, Matic Mata. Does? No, 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 no. Well, no. I think Matic. I think Mata would, would, would yeah. play a great brute number 10 if they actually played him in the number 10. But Matic, yeah, you, okay. you no, I mean... Mat- Matic needs to go. I think Matic does because I think Matic is is a complete player for the four two three one, and I'm going to send you. I know I know you don't like short clips, but I am going to send you a clip because I think he breaks the lines, um, prop on the ground, not in the air, but on the ground, probably better than any of our CDMs. Um, I wish he was five years younger um, because he's smart on the ball. I I get it. He's not pacey. That's not his thing. But aerial duels, he's absolutely amazing in breaking he the lines. Play down for us. amazing. He, I mean, he slows plays. He slows play down too bad, too much. I'll, I'll send you. I'll, I'll send you why they why. And 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 I agree with with what I saw today again. Just mm-hmm. the way that he breaks the lines, the, the way that he plays the ball into those channels. I don't think we have a CDM right now. No, uh, that don't. does that. But but no, I think he fits into it. I think when you're looking at Juan, um, it's it's again going to be difficult for him to break in. You know, with the likes of of uh, Bruno, with the likes of Donny. Um, you saw Mason even playing the 10 today. There's a lot of kids in front of him and he's, you know, on his way out. I think, uh, like I said, four clubs, three clubs, excuse me, that are after him. Um, he basically said, look, he's a great player. Um, they, they should want to be after him, but he did not answer the fact that he'd be a part of, um, of United going forward. So, um, you know, I, I think we've seen the last of him. Uh, you know, he'll obviously get a farewell type of situation that'll happen, but um, I just don't, uh, I don't think he sees it. Unless someone gets hurt, yeah, yeah, that would be uh, that would suck. That that'll be, and then we'll be in the same situation as Liverpool, Just losing yeah. players left and right with lack of depth. You, you look at Dan James; he goes down again today, and so you know you're thinking. I'm thinking anyway. All is going to start rolling with him. He's he's scoring goals. He almost scored a goal again today. Um, you know, God, now it looks like. Sick. What is his? Awesome. I mean, what, I mean, the question because he's been playing. Because I know we all, we've always said Dan James. You know what? I mean, what is the offer? 
But the past couple of games that he's been, that he's been given the chance to start, he's been. I mean, something's clicked with this guy for some reason in the past couple of games. Yes, he missed the, the, the shot today, but you know the the, the 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 pace that he gives on the flanks, the crosses that he's giving. I mean, I've always said. Remember back up until last year, you see. I was like, I like his pace on the flanks and the way he's crossing the ball. I know you and I had arguments, especially to, you know when we had on this pod about the balls that he's giving it. You know, and I've I've said, well, nobody's coming up on the end of it because we've always we've had guys in the back. There's nobody attacking the box, and you had the counter argument that his balls are shit. Well, now I mean his balls are still the same. He's putting the balls in, in inside the box, and there's nobody getting it. But his pace going at people, is, he's gotten a lot better. His, his attacking has gotten a lot better. Um, I know, you know and he had an interview with, uh, with um, was it last week? Right before the Newcastle match of, of you know, the different the differences that he's, you know, has gone through. Uh, is, is it just the, the boost of confidence that, he, that Ola has given him that, he, you know, that he's wanting to prove himself? Or, I mean, what do you all – what do y'all think the difference is? Well, look, look at where he came from. He came from Swansea, and now he's been here for what two years now. Um, a year and, a half. and now, now that he's up on the Premier League level, he's playing and training with Premier players, players that are going to push, instill confidence, um, skill level, all sorts of stuff, mm-hmm. level of maturity with the likes of Cavani, Rashford. Bruno Fernandez, you don't get that type of training no, you're over right. at Swansea. You just don't. So there, there is that transition uh, process. And now, now I, I, I fucking hope, man, I hope this is going to continue to grow a little bit more, you know, granny stays fit and everything else. Um, he's cause he, he works, man. He, he's a little, he's, he hustles. But who has wheels? He's, he's okay with pace. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, well, I was just talking the other day. I was like, man, I was, I was, I feel like his pace is overrated. He is fast. Don't get me wrong. Don't get I me think wrong. You look at but the color of his you skin. Remember whenever I asked you, the you question, are being, you are being judgmental on the color of his skin, sir. What the fuck just happened, man? I, I think this you is, are. This is rich. I think you are. You're like that. You're like that. First off, no. You're like that guy that, that will never draft a white right running back because you, you or a right receiver. You're you're ju- you're judgmental on the color of your skin. I just said it. Yeah, I said it. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, definitely not a fucking thing whatsoever. Uh, but he's a he's a fast white boy, dude. He is. Dude, he has pace. Um, he has pace. I. I don't know. I he's mean, a, he's his a skill, twig, though, man. his skill going at players, yes, needs to improve. All the time. But the dude's quick. The dude's fast. I mean, I just have to put it that way. He is. He is. Yeah. Get him on the wing, like EC always well, says. He, get him on the wing. On get him fast. at the ball. Yeah, he's good. And then he just fizzles out at the end, which he was last well, year. Well, yeah. He's getting a lot better at well, that. I think, yeah. I think, I think that's the thing, though. And I, I think we all have to kind of remember to Matt's point. You know, it was at Swansea. Um, he wasn't supposed to come to us. He was really supposed to go to Leeds. Um, that fell through at the last minute. He was literally signing to go. United picked him up for $15 million. That's not a lot of cash. And so so then he comes in, um, starts out great, scores a couple goals, you know, and then his father passes away. Um, we all know the story from there. And so um, I ultimately feel like, you know, he's got more confidence now. That's what it looks like because he's taking players on. And that's just confidence. I don't, think, yeah. I don't think he's a finished product yet. I think um, no. you know, looking at the players that are coming in, 
I mean, I don't, I don't even think Palestri, um, you know, has got a fair shake yet. You know, he's someone that's there that they sign. You look at Ahmad, he's someone that signed that's that, that we signed. So Dan's probably looking at things like, okay, look, you know, this is my, this is my opportunity to show that, that I can play. I thought he's, I think he's done fairly well, but I think as Ahmad gets bigger, um, I don't think that skill can be taught. I think he's going to ultimately take that right wing position. And if the funds don't come in, which I definitely don't think they're coming in this summer, um, I think the Sancho watch um, will be on this summer as well. So I don't think the right wing position is, is completely locked down yet, but fair play to Dan James for, you know, stepping up past couple of weeks and, and scoring goals he just scored that goal today, man. Oh man, it would have been really difficult for for anybody to, to to take that spot away from him. But you know, he didn't hit it right at the keeper. Great uh, reaction save, um, and we move. But no, I, I I don't. I just think he's got a ways to go. Um, it's it you know, it's not just pace yeah. um, that's that's going to get us to where we need to, to to be. But he does play great defense as well. But he's out, it's natural right there. It's not something you teach. His pace, you can teach. With the other the other stuff, he can he can get better at that, and that's that's what I'm saying. Uh, All right, you see, you are the uh, resident academy um, aficionado, I guess you could say, the or the what do you call it? the uh, sommeliers, the the wine people, the people that know wine is sommeliers. You are the academy sommelier. You know, we've we brought on, like you said today. We, you know, we had what Sholosh. I mean, I don't want to. I want to say, I, Shorshire, Shorshire. I, when I see his name, when I see his name, I think he should be in the Lord of the Rings kind of, you know, because his name, the Shire, Shola Shorshire. Him, him and Soulshire. Shorshire. <laughs> he, you know, he's seven. Was he seventeen? Um, he's seventeen. You're looking at Ahmad Diallo, uh, Galbra- Gal- Galbraith. Well, you know, was on the bench today. Uh, Nathan, right? Nathan was on. Uh, there was a kid named Nathan on the bench, or Bishop, one of the two. Nathan Bishop, I think, was his name. Um, again, he, you know, he's starting to bring these academy. Can you give us a rundown on these on these players, real quick? Especially, yeah, especially well, Shola. It, yeah, so Shola, he, he usually plays off on on the left, but he can play a false nine. He can play at the ten. Um, really, really gifted in the box. He's, I, I like to call those players foxes in the boxes. He, he just gets in the box and he finds that goal. Um, scored a hat trick against Blackburn uh, two, two games ago. That was essentially what brought him to the United uh, practice squad. And he actually signed um, uh, Diallo, uh, signed, uh, not signed, but started practicing with him just before. Um, but you look at you look at him, and he's the type of player that if he can, I mean, you saw his his body when he came on. You're looking at this guy, and he is all of 17 years old. So he's very small for the Premier League, but he understands the league. I think once he starts to bulk up a little bit, get a full season of a of a off season workout with United, he's going to be somebody special that's not going to challenge Bruno, but I think he'll be a squad player next year who can get in and and make a, make a difference. What's the difference between him and Angel Gomez? Because they, I mean, Angel's small like that, and yeah. Angel's, you know, they shipped his ass out. I mean, there, you, there was no room for him. And when I see him, well, I, when I see Shola, it's just like, I see a, a very, I hate to call a man petite, but he's very petite. You know, it's very. He's small. I mean, the, the bottom yeah, line is short. When you look at a lot of players. 
You look short. at a lot of these these short, Bruno, shorter Bruno and guys. Dan James are short. This dude's a little right. shorter than them. <laughs> and it, it's different. It's different. I mean, you guys know better than I do. Yeah. I mean, Messi's one of the best players in the world, and he's all of five foot seven. So it's fine to be short. That's, I was just looking at the stats for that. I didn't. <laughs> but, hey, I didn't know they stack shit that high. Up. I didn't know they stack yeah. shit that high. But the thing is, you've got to be strong, right? You've got to be able to muscle someone off the ball and just hold the ball up. He can't do it. You saw, I mean, clearly today you saw him get out physical yeah. several times. He's now, 17. His credit, He's 17. Come on. And and, and and that 17-year-old knocked someone off the ball and, and got the ball today, too. Yeah. So to his credit, you know, just to be there, he's literally our youngest player ever to play in European football ever. Yeah. That's a huge stat um, for him to do that today. So. You look at him, he's someone that uh, the U23s could definitely use. We just They just lost, I should say, they, we just lost the other day uh, to Tottenham, I believe we played. Not no, it wasn't Tottenham, it was um, Everton. It got beaten bad, but you look at Shola's gone, Ahmad's gone. I can't remember the young, Gel, Gelbraith uh, played a little bit. Uh, and then there's another kid who was hurt, who was brought up for uh, for training. He's got the he's got the afro kind of like uh, to Heath. I can't remember his Hannibal? name. Hannibal. Yes, Hannibal. He's also out injured. So, <laughs> I always see that dude's name because I just Hannibal. 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 That, is, is, that was a good good shout. So so you look at Hannibal, who's who should be practicing with the first team squad. He's hurt. You look at Ahmad, who came on again today, and first touch. I mean, hesitation, and then there he goes. He's only 18 years old. Um, he's more of a, a traditional right winger someone that's really tricky with the ball and extremely quick, you know, with his first touch. So his acceleration is absolutely amazing. And in Hannibal, he's another number 10. Um, it's going to be tough for him because, because, you know, he's coming in at a time when Bruno's in the house. And if he can't play on the wing, this is, this is kind of, I'm, I'm glad that you said that about Angel. It's going to be difficult for Tahith and for Angel to come back into the squad. Um, well, Angel's gone. Obviously, mean, Angel's gone. Angel, obviously, Angel. Obviously, Angel's someone who's already signed and he's playing really well with a really shit team. Tahith you know, got the shit can from Wolfsburg. I think he's back at the club, right? No, no. He just played. I just watched him play the other day. Oh, I thought he got shit can uh, from Wolfsburg. Who got shit can got sent back home? Uh, definitely not Tahith. They just played and they just won. He played pretty well. He actually started. He hasn't started for the past couple of games. This is the first game that he's actually started uh, for Wolfsburg. So he's been coming off the bench. But it's going to be tough for someone like him, you know, to come back and try to get into a team when they're there. They already, for me, I think uh, Rashford's uh, solidified himself on that left-hand side. And I think Tony's made his bed with, with wanting to be a number nine and that's it. So I think when you're looking at the younger kids coming through yeah. the defensively, it's, I'm not seeing it yet, but offensively, um, man, the sky's the limit from these kids and you just hope that they'll, they'll actually get a chance to play. Because the, the, the U23s, they run the same exact system. So essentially, you're plugging and playing with, with the kids that are on that U23 uh, squad. They're, I think, fourth in the league right now. Um, but they're losing so many kids. You know, they're plugging in kids. They, they literally, on their U18 team, they have a 15-year-old. So they're, they're plugging in so many kids to play on the U23s. It's difficult to get that you know, cohesive, you know, continuity together to be able to win games. Like I said, they just got beat. Um, I think it was three, one, uh, over the weekend because some of these guys are so good. Um, they're ready to move them up. So, um, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, obviously with the, the Chelsea game, we're probably not going to see any of these kids play. Um, but you know, when injuries, you know, start to arise, 
Ahmad would be the only one that I would think uh, might get a sniff against Chelsea. I see. Uh, and uh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, I see. What I see is uh, Shola. Yeah. I think he needs to go on loan next year. Um, Ahmad needs to stay due to the fact that, again, I, I just don't want – I don't want to overspend on Jaden Sancho. You know what I mean? I really don't. And if he can be serviceable, if he can if he can give Dan James a run for his money, I think they, that, you know, that can happen. And this is my opinion. I think we need to go after another – like a Holland – another forward rather than strengthen up that right wing. Cause I think if you have Ahmad and if he, if he is what he was with Atlanta, I think he can do the job and win that job again versus Dan James, but Shola. And then the, this, again, this, these kids to get them to the, where we need to be, like you're talking about in, in a weight room, they need to be, you know, in, 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 in getting to that pinnacle to where they can come in at 20 years old, 21 years old, they need to see game time and real uh, productive game time, not not U23 games. So, you know, sending that kid out, you know, in, on, on loan, sending the goal of the, the defensive mid, uh, midfielder, Galbraith, Galbraith um, sending Hannibal out on loan, I think would be beneficial for their future for United. I agree. I mean, Mingy's out and he's doing really good. You yeah. know, he's, he's playing games. Um, who's the other kid, the white kid? Center mid kid. Oh, shit. Griffin? No. I don't even talk about the dude that the dude has a fucked up haircut. Looks like a Mad, <laughs> the dude from uh, Mad TV. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. dude from Mad TV? Yeah. 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 Uh, so I, they're, they're sitting players out. You know, Tahit's gone right now as well. Yeah. You know, so so I think they're doing a good job of, of managing it. I just think that it's it's going to be difficult for them to to break in, you know, it's, it's going to have to be a situation where, you know, there's an injury again. I, I personally feel like Ahmad is going to get a run at $40 million. I don't think they're going to send him out uh, alone. He's not, he's not going anywhere. anymore. Yeah. Um, and so I think his, his U23 career was absolutely amazing at United. I think in two games, the guy had seven goals and four assists or something stupid. So he he's ready for, for the big boys. I just think again, you know, getting time, Right now, it's it's going to be hard. However, I don't know. I didn't listen to the interview. I don't know what how how long Daniel James is out, but I think what it's going to wind up happening is Mason will, will feature on the right um, with uh, with Rashford on the left. All right, the conundrum we have is is the Dunny Vanderbeek, and this is where this is where we us playing these kids, Ahmad, uh, Shola, Shola, whatever Shola. I'm not going to fuck up his last name. Shola. Shola. Yeah. Shola. You know, it's, and, and I'm looking at this in two contrasting positions, right? These kids are getting game time. You know, they're coming in. Ahmad came in at halftime, you said today. Yes, you have to say with the game. Yes, Donnie would have played pretty much the, the whole game. But yeah. Shola coming in at the weekend against Newcastle. As a 17-year-old, probably getting more, you know, more minutes than Donnie would have. It's just, is that the right message for Ole to be sending to Donnie? Is that I trust these kids and they're going to get playing time rather than a hey, you're going to get you know a, at least thirty minutes. I mean, and sniff thirty minutes of the Premier League because the dude comes on for scrub time anyway. I mean, I think the Newcastle <clears throat> thing is kind of a homage to him. That's where he started out at. That's where he's from, and so I think that was kind of like a you know 
here's your debut. It's also at Newcastle. I think that that had a lot to do with it. Ole does stuff like that. He did it for Axel. Uh, made him the captain of a, of, a, of a game because he was from that area. So he, he does stuff like that. So I don't think it sends a bad message. And I, I think the other thing, again, with Donnie, I think people have to kind of understand. And I think I'm starting to come to that to that realization, which is kind of I feel bad. But, um, you know, this is his first season in the Prem. And uh, it doesn't it doesn't hit for everyone. You don't just the first year you hit the ground running and, and you're just, you know, phenomenal. I Bruno Fernandez. Not not everyone can do that. So I think you've got to give him some time. I think Ole's figuring him out as well as he's figuring out the premier and he's figuring out Ole and he's figuring out players. Um, he can still come too. Um, I wouldn't wait too long. And so for me, if it's a situation where again you're trying at the ten, we saw that it wasn't as fluid as I thought it was going to be because again, I don't think the four two three one suits him. Um, I think he's more of a ticky tack type of player. I think that's what Ajax like to do. I personally think Barcelona would have been a good uh, fit for him. I think that's what why De Jong is there, and I think that's why he's doing fairly well. But I think Donny really has to look at himself in the mirror this offseason and really figure out if he can adjust his game to more of a not so much quick touch, but more of a killer pass, more of a, you know, hold on to it. And maybe you maybe you have to play it, you know, backwards and, you know, find find more channels and, and look for players who are making runs. That's not who he is but he's 23, 22, oh. 23 years old. So that's maybe something he can do, but I'm, I'm not, you know, people look at Timo Werner and they go, Oh, he's, he's crap. He's not scoring. And he goes, it's his first season in the prim. So, you know, let's not call him uh, Fernandez yet. Um, and I'm talking about Fernando, Tor- Fernando Torres, excuse me. Let's not call him Fernando Torres. yet. <laughs> he may not be a bust. It may be a situation where he's just getting himself. Hey, which Fernando situated. Torres though? Fernando Torres for I'm Liverpool is ta- fucking it was badass. I'm, I'm, I mean, that's going about, for me, United yeah. fan. I'm talking about the, the the one that won the Champions League, the Chelsea one. The Chelsea. Okay. I mean, but yeah, he, he, he already had skins on the wall. First of all, I mean, he won. Yeah. Did he win a Champions League already with the with, with Liverpool when he came over? But I, I just think it. I think it takes time, and I think that's something that we as fans. I didn't look at it like that. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to kind of sit back and say, okay, look, it's his first season, forty mil, big move, huge club. You know, what are you going to do? And I think the whole world, myself included, was like, this guy is going to kill it. And, you know, it hasn't come to that. He's he's played for us, I think, 23 times. I think he's got one goal. I don't think he has any assists. So, you know. Yeah, that one goal was his first game. It's like Dan James, right? Scored his first game and not a drought. Right. So I I just think you just give him some time. You know, he'll figure it out. But I think he he doesn't have a lot of time because, again, Shola's coming Ahmad's coming, you know, Hannibal. These kids are coming. These kids are definitely going to to break into the team. Um, and so he's going to have to figure it out quickly or he's going to find himself um, at, a, at a different club. It's like the name Hannibal. I think I would get a journey that's, jersey that says Hannibal on it. You know, he's, he's, he has eyes in the back of his head. Man. This kid is amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Matt? Matt? Uh, man, I was I – was, preaching uh donnie van der beek up so much so it's like dude he's gonna be the next kevin de bruyne uh but listening to what ec has because ec is i mean he's he's the man with a million points per pod you know like he has just dude, i'm the talent fucking i'm points. the talent dude what are you no, talking about no 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 <laughs> no this is my time <laughs> you piece of shit uh but no ec brought up that it's Probably, I mean, everybody does have their 
playing style. Yeah. Formations and I mean that 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 can make or break a player. Uh, hoping that they could transition to your style and every, all that other shit. Um, you know, I mean that's always that's always the hope that they're going to fit into your plan. And maybe maybe EC is absolutely right. I feel that he is. He's because whenever you see Dan James and he starts to uh, starts to move like inside the eighteen, he's doing a lot of fancy fucking passes that tiggy tacky type passes, like one move, boom, explode, you know, all sorts of shit. And it's very, very, very creative. Um, and maybe maybe that's. I don't know. I, I feel like we lack creativity in the in the final you know the final quarter uh, of the pitch, um, and I I really hope that he can get some playing time because I would love to see him really just bust out, man. Um, uh, but you know, with with Ole playing him as a center defensive mid time to time, like in that in that two uh, part of the two, man, that, that's not part of his deal, but. Everybody's competing against Bruno Fernandez, you know, and with his with his formation style, it's not going to jive with anybody other than Bruno Fernandez. This is the Bruno Fernandez show right now with this formation. That's what it is, and I don't think uh, Donny Vanderbeek's going to have a fucking a shot. I don't think he's until until Bruno goes hard down. I don't think Donny's going to have a fucking shot. But you know, you also brought another good point. It is his first um, first season in the Premier League. There's always going to be a massive adjustment. Um, you you do have your freaks, uh, aka your worldly players, such as Bruno Fernandez, who came on scene and just fucking boom launched off. And that's kind of what we expect every player to do. But that's just not the reality. So, Donny Van de Beek, um, you know, I. I, I love I love watching him play whenever he does do that. You know, he's got his head on a swivel and he has those fancy passes. Love it. Absolutely love it. But um, uh, that's that's kind of not what United is right now. And it's 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 sad to see. But because uh, that's a sexy fucking style of play. I love watching some ticky tacky football, man. I absolutely yeah, I mean- love it. That's Ajax to a T. I mean, I just watched him the other night. It's the same type of play. But there's six. If you look at their six, their six is in the other team's half because they dominate the ball. That's what – when Donnie says, I play the six, he did, but he did it in the opposition's half. So you're not going to yeah. do that at United on a consistent basis. So I, I, I hope it works uh, to your point. But if it doesn't, you know, I think they ship him off. And I think someone would pick him up, and I think he would look at it and say, do I stylistically fit into this system – or is this something where I may need to, to figure out something else that's gonna that's gonna help my future? He's a young kid, so he's got to look at it yeah. from both both standpoints. If we do that, I hope we get a return on investment because we when we paid money for him, and if we if, like all United deals do, we sell them for less than we what we bought them for, and that's shitty business. Period. So get it, let's 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 segue into shitty business in our transfer market. EC, uh, Matt, we've had rumors, obviously, coming up here this week. Um, there might be a swap deal for... Yeah, rumors, right? Swap deal for Dean Henderson. Declan Rice? Well, we'll talk about that here shortly. Yeah. Uh, because I think... Well, since you brought it up then, yeah. right, I said Dean Henderson because I can remember that. Because you know me, my alcoholic brain. If I, if <laughs> I, I, I'll, I forget about talking about Declan Rice. I think uh, West Ham put a 100 million price tag on him already? Yeah. 
Not worth $100 million, <laughs> in my opinion. Nope. I want him. Fit, fit, not for maybe, $100 million. Maybe $40, $50 million. I'll pay 50 nope. with a swap deal for uh, yeah. with, with a swap deal for the, Jesse uh, Lindegaard. Jesse can go to West uh, to to West Ham. We pay fifty, and we can get Declan Rice. I'll do that in a heartbeat, but not a hundred million. I don't think any player yeah, is worth that. That's fucking dollars. hideous. Uh, there's also talks about Matic, uh, Phil Jones, and Jesse Lingard, all part of a swap deal for Declan Rice. I'm like, fucking make it happen. <laughs> oh, that's David that, Moyes. That's in David Moyes' ring. Uh, what do you call wheelhouse with the. Uh, with with Lingard and, and and his old boy uh, Phil Jones, but yeah. I mean I, that hundred million hundred million for deck hundred million for deck of uh, CDM. I know we paid eighty what million for what's his name fucking slab head slab meat whatever you want to call him. Uh, that's just way too much. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't fuck see that of a center back. I don't see them spending a hundred million um, on Declan. Mm-hmm. I definitely think nah. there's going to be some cap going at a center back um, for sure. And I, I definitely uh, think that they're going to try to get back on the Sancho deal, which because the numbers have gone down um, from a hundred million. Because obviously, if you look at the numbers, I think um, uh, Real's just came out as well. They're starting to show a lot of these clubs that are just in need of money yeah. um, due to all this stuff that's going on. So. I think I, I don't think Declan's going to be the guy. I think uh, CDM is an issue that they're going to have to address. But uh, I think center back uh, and right wing is, is going to be first. If you look at the interview from today, um, he's so high on Holland. I mean, it is it is absolutely yeah. amazing, and he still I'll talks to him. They still obviously from the same region, um, and so I would not be shocked if they just said, "Look at." You know, Cavani's going to be 34. Tony had an off season. Why don't we see if we can't get this kid before he winds up at City and they wind up winning the next three uh, Premier League titles um, if he turns out to be what everyone, myself included, thinks he can be. The thing with Holland, and this is what they do. I mean, I'm not, I'm just, a, I'm a Joe Schmo over here. I'm not, I don't know shit about contracts. I don't know shit about nothing. You're, you're a jag. I'm a jag. I'm a just another guy <laughs> with the fucking mic. That's what I am. I'm the jag of this podcast. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate that. <laughs> uh, and now, now I know what Pogba feels like on the pitch. Anyways. See? Uh, you guys are both buddies now. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But what, what, what United needs to do is say, look, because I was going to bring up Paul Pogba after I brought up the Henderson, but now, again, alcoholic brain needs to think about Henderson, the deal with Swap <laughs> deal. Okay, I, I'm going to push that down a little bit. Paul Pogba again. Um, obviously, the rumors again, he's leaving the summer. Strike a deal with Mini Riola and say, look, your fucking fees, the, whatever you want, again, because that's that that's the sticking point of Mini Riola, why, you know, he's in the shit can with, with a lot of, you know, with at least with the United. Don't know about any, any, other, um, any other clubs, but this whole uh, agent fee, kind of what we're putting into the, the pot, we'll sell Paul Pogba to, you know, to fucking Juventus for $60 million. You know what I mean? That's that's the club. That's the club. There, there. That's where he. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm saying I'm, I'm just using Juventus. But if you know, if you, if you're breaking news on this show, <laughs> hey, you're gonna, you 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 have your turn. I'm just using Juventus as an example. We'll sell them for under market value. 
under market value of what we actually paid for. Because we paid for, I think, $96 million, I think, for Pogba. In U.S. dollars, I think it was 80-some million pounds. I mean, I, the numbers are up there. Don't quote me on it, you know, but they're up there. We'll sell him for under market value, recoup the agent fee in there, right? We'll put that in there. You make sure Holland signs for us, and then we'll give you the back-end agent fee as well. You understand the corrupt shit I just said? You know, the... the yeah, the, yeah, that's, corrupt, all, right? that's all the fucking... That's all the political <laughs> red tape, just, right? We're you not going to kick that Champions League for three years. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> we're, <laughs> <Get> on, <please. laughs> we're not going to capital. I mean, basically, we won't capitalize on the Pogba deal if you ensure that Holland signs for us. Basically, if you you understand what I'm saying, and get the agent Listen, fee, and get the boost I like in the agent fee. I Listen, like it. I would do. I would do it. I mean, I. Whoever lands this kid yes. could potentially have the next uh, Lewandowski yep. or Ronaldo as far as scoring goals. Um, they, it could happen. Um, you know, I, I think if you have an opportunity to, to go get him, then you go get him. Um, I think that's the type of striker that he wants. Um, I think he's strong. He's fast. He gets headers. He can link up really well. So I think Finishes. that's what all he's and he he counterattacks and he finishes. So that's the thing. There's another striker they're in for named Andreas Silva yeah. from Frankfurt. Um, another kid who's been scoring goals. I think 30 and, and, and 45 is, is what I'm reading. But I think, you know, if, you, if you're looking at, you know, going out and, and getting a, a world-class player, I think Holland's definitely got to be uh, on your list. It's just it, – it's one of those things that I wanted to hear from you guys what y'all thought because – we usually don't spend very big after we get Champions League. And I would estimate what I saw last was Holland is worth $100 million. Um, If you don't get rid of Pogba, which is... I thought, his it's, contract, it's, I thought he ahead. had the contract clause of, of 40, 40 something. He, he does have a release clause, but the release clause has gone up, which I have never seen before. <laughs> I've always thought that once it was set, it Unless was he's there. A new deal. It was at so the release clause was at 40, it went to 65, and his market value is at 100. So I don't know if you can get a player who's under contract till I believe 25 without paying um, until that release clause comes in. So you'd have to pay more money until that, until that clause actually kicks in, which is after next season. Unless, so, unless, unless his contract stipulates that you know, X, Y, and Z clubs come after me, you're going gonna, gonna, to gonna release me. For the amount. I, I I agree with you because yeah. I don't see him wanting to stay at Dortmund. No, no. I, I think they're going to lose both of those kids. I just <sighs> would hate to see because my my gut has moved from France to to now Italy. I think not Italy. Excuse me, France to to England. I think Messi's coming, and if they get Holland as well, I just think they win the league for the next at least two more seasons at, at a minimum. And I, that's with the absolute you know, fucking minimum. Yeah. All, all the players back. I just think they'll be untouchable. They would be very, very difficult to beat. And so um, he's a, he's, he's someone that, that, that striker that I just spoke about, they're, they're looking at him as well. And then, and then some other center backs, I'm going to read off Jules, Jules Kunde, but apparently um, we've told them we don't want to play his release clause, which is only 65 million. Um, and so, you know, you're looking at another another story is De Gea. There's three clubs in for David De Gea. 
Um, I, I, I'm kind of on board with letting him go after the season's over. Um, go ahead. Funny you bring that up because this is another, this is another trench rumor that I want because you're talking about De Gea. The swap deal for Henderson for Sancho. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I don't, I, I've never been a big fan of Jaden Sancho. I mean, as a player, but not for that amount of money for a winger. Yeah, I know. But. Obviously, goalkeepers don't give much value to you, you know. In 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 in, in you know, you don't. What's what I mean? You don't buy goalkeepers for a lot of money, basically, right? Yeah, I think uh, they, he's worth forty million. Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna swap deal their future for a future winger, and you're gonna hold on. I mean, you'd have to hold on today. If, if I'm, I'm, I mean, if you if you do that, you have to. You have to. I wouldn't do it ever. I, yeah. I think I would tell De Gea, I really love you, appreciate you, great servant, goodbye, do the little fan thing if they can, if they can get fans in the stands. Apparently that's that's coming June twenty second. Yeah, the end um, of the I, I would I would not let Dean Henderson go. I would let him play out his career at United. This is what he's wanted to do since he was a kid. And he's on less money. Uh, right? He's on less cash, but he's gonna get more. I mean that's the thing we gotta look at. He's twenty three. 22 so he's going to be on astronomical money especially if he gets that england number one shirt which he probably will that's going to drive the price up too when his agent goes back in to negotiate for a second deal so you know when we for me when we look at money it's difficult for me i i want the best players i know you guys do too and it's hard to do that and not pay them in today's market i mean you look at you look at the players from the past and look at the wages that they were on it's laughable they're legendary players you know, they come into the club, you know, what, what did, what did Cantona cost? 3 million at the time. It was like, Holy shit, $3 million. It's just the way that the world works. You know, where we are right now, you know, you might spend 40 million. It's a bust. It doesn't work. And we all get pissed off, but that's just kind of the way that it is right now. So the way I, I agree with you, Jesus, I would not, I, I, I think I see it as an option. It's a viable option, but I'm, I'm telling it, Hey, I'll see you later. I love you. And I do love him. He's a great goalkeeper. But I'm, I want to see Henderson by himself. You can have a number two, but I, I'd like to get the Henderson train rolling. And I, you know, because, I mean, think about it. They're not bringing it. I don't personally, th- I would be floored, guys, if they got three big-time players. I'd be floored. <laughs> and I think they need starters. I don't think they need substitutes. Diallo, they bought for $40 million. He was a substitute, Right. Uh, Van de Beek, they brought in. He's a substitute for forty million again. That's eighty million dollars of players who are on the bench or don't even play or play U twenty threes. They didn't think Cavani was going to play at all, right? They bought him at the last second. So they haven't lately brought any impact players into the team where you're going, okay, this kid's going to take this position and he's going to run it with it for the next ten yeah. years. So they've got to look at it this season, this summer, and go. Who are we going to bring in at center back who's going to be with Harry Maguire for the next five seasons? Who are they going to bring in on the right wing who's going to be there? If it's not going to be Ahmad, who are we going to bring in that's going to be there that's going to be solid? Who's going to be the striker for the next 10 years? You know, if you look at if you look at Tony, Tony's got seven goals. Cavani's got seven goals. That's not good enough. You got to bring in someone who's going to bag at least 20 goals and if and if it, it, per season, like Lukaku was doing, and if, if they don't have that guy, which Martial did it last year, but you got to do it every you got to do it every season. So I think yeah. what they're gonna they're gonna have to look who, at. They're gonna who have to look are at you, teams. dude? Who are you? I I think Tony you, should you, stay. You've been you've been, you've, 
Are you me? I think because I, I, I mean, think that's, I, I, you sound like me at the beginning of the season. I think Tony should stay at the club, but this is my thing. He said he wants to be the number nine. That's what he said. He wants the shirt. He wants to lead the line. Fair enough. If someone comes in and challenges you and they do the same thing you do, which they're both on seven goals, then you're going to have to step your game up. Cavani's 34, so it's not going to be very long before he's out anyway. So for me, if you're looking at it from a United standpoint, you're going to have to bring in a striker. I just don't think that's their number one I mean look I don't think Bruno's changing up the way he plays and I don't think Ole wants him to and he's second in the league in scoring goals so I don't think that stylistically they're going to change too much I think it's four two three one one striker two on the wing two holding midfield players and four at the back that's what we're going to do that's what we're going to see until Ole takes off so I'm going to go get a center back who's pacey enough to play alongside my 80 million dollar player I'm going to get a right winger who's going to be able to help the, the right back who can't dribble worth a damn. We got to find a right winger who can help him. He can play defense. He just has a hard time dribbling the ball and going forward. How do you help that? You put in a right winger who can actually play right wing, who's going to not only help him on defense, but he's going to get make, give him confidence that he can get forward and he can make things happen. So that's what they're going to have to do. They, they don't have a choice other than to make those two things work. Then going forward, if you lose Pogba, now you just have that one creator in Bruno. We got to be able to get him the ball because again today you saw. I don't mm-hmm. think our strikers had too many shots on target. I think Tony had two shots on target, and I think he touched the ball. I want to say maybe forty times, forty-five times. So it's not good enough, and he's getting he's getting it from deep as well. It's not good enough. So they're going to have to figure out what they want to do in those two spots. But if you can get Holland, if you if you if you tell the Glazers, hey, one one guy. I mean, you'd be you'd be a fool for me if you're passing on this kid. That's just my yeah. opinion. I said it last year. I said it last year. Yeah, well, yeah, I we were and we were all on board. We trying to get, and <laughs> I think no, only one thing. Not the person down below. Not not EC. He said Martial bandwagon. He rode that. He yeah. rode the. But you know, I've I have, but I've changed my tune on Martial. Because he's playing, yeah, and I don't, in, in I don't mind, position. I don't mind, I don't mind standing on that coming mm-hmm. off of twenty-three goals. However, what did you do this season? You scored what seven. Have, what have you done for me lately? And I told you, right. so, I told you, so you Holland has scored a lot of goals last year too in two in, in two clubs. And that's why I'm hoping it happens for him. I hope it's yeah. not a Werner. You know, Werner blew the league up, came to Chelsea, and he's just missing sitters. So I'm hoping that he comes in if he does come. To United, just put it out there. If he comes to the Prem, uh, because it, you know you know how those billionaires roll, man. They they will go pick you up, mm-hmm. and you know they'll get Holland and four other superstars just because they're bored. That that's how those cheeks roll. So, you know, I'm just hoping the Glazers aren't just using us again and saying, "Well, you got Champions League, so you got good enough players, so go figure it out." I just hope that doesn't <clears throat> don't hold your help breath. Don't hold your breath. I know you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm, I don't trust them all. Spend money to make too, man. Well, I mean, they already won the Super Bowl this year with Tom Brady, so I don't think they're going to be uh, what do you call it? Too anxious to go spend that man, man, that, Manchester, that Manchester United little what do you call it? The uh, what do you call it? The pig with the coins in it? The piggy bank. You know that, bank, that's yeah. a, that, that, that's a little slush fund that we have. Cash cow. Yeah. Cash cow. It, it, there you go. Thank you. That's the we're, we're, we're their global cash cow. 
that you know we we you know we we're we're constant no matter what. Tampa right. Bay Tampa Bay go up and down, but our you know Manchester United global global thing has a little kitty you know kitty you know cash cow little kitty pot whatever you want to freaking call it, and they you know they ain't gonna do it. They ain't gonna spend money because. Um, oh, I hope you're wrong. We've already we've already discussed what the Glazers are. They, I mean, yeah. at least Jerry Jones puts money back into Dallas. You know, what I mean, he you know built a star, but Jerry Jones cares about one thing: green. And we saw it last week, and you know, and all those and all the profits that he made on his and all the energy when uh, what do you call it? Electricity bills went skyrocketing last week. So we you know we saw that. Um. Anyways, I'll get off that. But uh, yeah, I mean, getting back to De Gea, you know, he needs to go to you know a top like club. They're already talking about Hugo. Uh, what's his name? Um, Hugo Lloris, if he gets released from Tottenham, going to PSG. So what other what other um, what other club world class club that De Gea is there? I mean, what? There's two. He's, Juve and Munich are both in on him. They both the want him. Okay. Yep. And I can see that. Manuel Neuer? Come on now. The dude's still... Munich. Yeah. yeah. So what they're, what they're saying is, is, see is that he's getting older. Say again? I could say Juventus, but Manuel Neuer? Yeah. They're saying he's getting old yeah. and they're in transition. And so those... It's it's but, Juve. And, and that's, that, that's, smart, that's smart business uh, shit right there. It's like... We we peaked with this player and he's plateaued and he's still good. Yeah. Let's sell him off real quick before he hey, depreciates. No you know? United, they'll fucking do a swap deal for go ahead and for Neuer and we fucking have Neuer in his down peak pretty much. That's you know, and we'll and we'll get rid of Henderson <laughs> I'll, for I'll Sancho. Take it. I'll you know, take it. You know, uh, no United the way they do business. That's swap what we're gonna do. Deal. I'll I, take a swap deal I'll, for Neuer. He's he's thirty four years old. On his on his down peak, come on, boss. Damn, yeah, I mean, De Gea's thirty. Yeah, De Gea's there, and so that's what they're saying. Well, Buffon Buffon played till his uh, early forties yeah, for Juve, and so I think to, to to Jesus's point, it would make more sense for him to go there. But they were that club I was talking about that had issues um, financially, and someone well, brought up a great point. That's probably going to you know rule Pogba out from going there. I I think PSG's um, our best bet um, for getting him. Uh, getting him on the road and, and getting some cash back for him so that we can throw some money at a big player. Which cause and I'm gonna we're, I'm gonna end it on this because we're already running a little long. Cause we talked about Juventus again and they're they're cash strapped and I don't think they can afford Ronaldo anymore. And well I think his next step's I'll gonna take be him. where? I think he's Is it? David Beckham, yeah. I think Beckham and him have already talked about him going to Miami. I think it's a natural transition for him. He's a global icon, yeah, and I could dude, see him going still, there. And he still has it. Around. He still has it. He does. He absolutely does. I mean, it, I think it's going to be a Slaton situation. I think he's going to go to MLS. I think he'll play well. I think he'll score goals. I think he'll sell out stadiums. And then I think you see him back in a shirt somewhere overseas playing Champions League. I, I, I would not put it past him the way that he takes care of his body. I wouldn't put it past him if at Tom all. If Tom Brady won a fucking Super Bowl at the age he did, Ronaldo takes a hell of a care of his body. Absolutely. I, I, I could see him. I'm getting sold on Ronaldo back to United bandwagon. The only thing is, the only Let's thing do is, it, man. the only thing is, how are you going to pull the number seven off Cavani? 
you you pull it uh, off real real like easy. It. My name is Kevani. You're going to say, hey, Kevani, I know you were number seven last he year. He is CR7. Bring, we are bringing Ronaldo back, so he needs his jersey back. So we're going to give you 11. Who's number 11 right now? You know what I mean? Ooh, get rid of Marcial. Get rid of Marcial. Give Kevani nine. Give CR7. The shit, man. Ooh. That's he doesn't have the other number than seven. There's no world that anyone lives in where Ronaldo comes back to United hey, and he's not. Hey, 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 for his first his yeah, first year, at, his first year at, at Real Madrid, he wore number nine because of Raul. And we, well, Raul's a club again, legend as well. There's no world where Raul <laughs> steps down and doesn't wear whatever number Raul wants to wear. You, we all know that. And I think it's the same yeah. thing with Ronaldo. Listen, it would be a great send-off. It would be a great story to a uh, an amazing career. I just and he plays and he plays the number nine position, and because that's all he needs to do is is is, is run off that damn uh, the back the back shoulder of the of the center back and bag him in. I think he could do. I it. would. Dude, he needs oh a, he needs God, a thirty yard burst. Sexy. That's all he needs. I would never ever doubt his skill, so I, I'm not putting it on skill. Right. I just I look at guys and I, and I'm looking at. You know, certain superstars, they have a way about the way they weave their career with football. And it seems like as they go through, you do your Champions League and Europe thing, and then you, you make your way to, to America. You do the MLS tour. You do a year, maybe two. You go back. Rooney went back. Zlatan went back. You know, these guys, I think they kind of have it set up to where they're almost helping their friends out in a sense. And then they make their way back to England or Italy or whatever it is. And they wind up coaching. So I just, I would be shocked, but I, I wouldn't, his skill would not, mm-hmm. it wouldn't shock me if he came back to the prim and he scored 20 goals, I wouldn't be floored at all. I'd be like, that's just, that's what he is. He's one of the greatest players to ever play yeah. football. So it wouldn't shock me. Matt? God. Man, now nah, that shit just got me pumped. Just at the thought of it. <laughs> well, wait, I mean, you you, you, know, you cut out a frame, so I don't know what you're doing back there. Uh, I'm just I'm just relaxing back here. Um, oh man! Shh. And my wife's like, "Who the fuck is it?" Bad look. No, I'm I, I'm in my underwear. Nobody's down here. Put this man out, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, dude, it would be fucking it would be amazing to see uh cristiano come back i mean there there's talks uh he still has respect for the club you know i'm sure sir alex would be like dude get over here now before i die and be like on, on my way boss you know um i'm sure sir alex could pull some strings um he's he's still got fucking time man his his body like you you talked about it a second ago, like that that motherfucker treats his body like a goddamn temple, man. It is insane. And he sure, what is he, 34, 35? I'm telling you, man, he's, he's gonna, gonna be going. He's gonna be like his his body right now is probably all of a 26, 27, 28 year old, you know? And then carrying that on over, like I mean, he could go into his fucking forties. If he maintains this, as long as he's injury free, he's one of those guys that Knock on wood. typically he's never suffered a really bad injury. I know. Neither I think he had an ankle injury in one year. You have an ankle injury uh, with Madrid, but never really. He's never really 
been injury prone. It's stem Knock cells, wood, dude. Right? Stem cells will hook it up, you know? Whatever, dude. <laughs> whatever. Fucking. Yeah. He, he, scream, he, um, he rubbed semen on his fucking, on his wounds or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Dude, give me some of that what shit, is it, bull man. semen or whatever <laughs> fucking stem cells are? What is Yak semen. And, I mean, yeah. anyways, that's not so weird, kind of. I just said that. Anyways. Uh, we end on a good note with Ronaldo, a good dream because we already know the nightmare that the Glazers are going to put us in um, with when it comes to to the um, to the transfer market. So, guys, uh, great pod! Thank y'all, thank y'all for coming out. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, again, shout out to you know everybody that's helped us out. Uh, Roll from the Ronaldo's podcast, Mark Hachai Son. Uh, Victoria Montevice, Allison Winner of Food Trucks. Go check her out, guys. She needs, um, not that she needs help, but support uh, support any local, you know, uh, especially here in Texas, uh, local food trucks. Um, because, you know, with, after we ha- what happened last week, um, they need your, also, you need your support. Also do it responsibly. Do it safely. Um, Axe Daddy's Throw House. Um, go check them out in South Texas. Axe Daddy's Throw House, right? Throw House? Yes, sir. Um, and hopefully, you see... We're gonna hopefully hear some good news about you and your wife open up a, a shop here soon. So we, in, in Oklahoma City, it's just a little teaser, hey guys. A little teaser. Yeah. I'm not gonna get too much into it. Yes, and look for us in April. That's when we plan on launching. So. Okay, all right. Well, EC will come out with a big, big announcement. Just a little teaser about what you can expect in Norman, Norman, Oklahoma, in on around the around the campus of. I hate to say it because he's the that this piece of shit college, but oh you, um, and uh, guys, say good night. Good night, man. And Lucky Diaz, where you at? Well, there's a master timekeeper who died on the cross, and it breaks his heart knowing. Hell's gain is his loss But if your name is written In the Lamb's book of life You'll know